Today's theme entitled I am Zacchaeus is found in Luke chapter 19 verses 1 to 10. We read in verse 1 and 2 that Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold there was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector and he was rich. Jericho also known as the way of blood is where the man fell prey to thieves and attacks of robbery in Luke chapter 10 Jericho was not a good place it was a place that everyone was wary of at that time because it was a place of lawlessness of sin of iniquity but here we find that when Jesus was passing through Jericho there was a man named Zacchaeus who was there we know that he was a chief tax collector and he was rich now tax collectors at that time were actually very badly treated by the people around they were considered as sinners and nobody liked to associate with them so though zacchaeus was very rich his profession was one that was not rich at all especially in the eyes of society In verse 3 it says that he sought to see who Jesus was but he could not because of the crowd for he was of short stature I don't know whether Zacchaeus was a dwarf but we know that when the bible mentions he was of short stature we can naturally assume that he was small and he was definitely shorter than the rest of the people around In verse 4 it says he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him for he knew he was going to pass that way Here Zacchaeus seems to be a man who was curious he wanted to see Jesus personally for himself and because of his physical infirmity of being a sh- person of short stature which under the old testament law was not considered a good thing because anybody with any physical infirmity or anybody who did not come to the standard of a particular appearance was always rejected by the rest of the people so we find that even today there's so many people around us who may be different from us differently abled physically different maybe not as fair as we hope them to be maybe not as qualified as we hope them to be there's so many things that we find fault in people's appearance or people's social status but this is so interesting and so beautiful to see how Jesus treats people who had infirmities and who were rejected by society That's why the theme of today's podcast is I am Zacchaeus. In verse 5 we see that when Jesus came to the place he looked up and saw him and said to him Zacchaeus make haste and come down for today I must stay at your house. This is so interesting for the simple reason that because Zacchaeus was so short He could have asked somebody to help him and probably lift him up or put him on a stand so that he could see Jesus. But he didn't ask anyone for help 
maybe because he knew nobody would help him sometimes when you go to tourist attractions all over the world i think that it is a common sight to see that when people are short or when there are children the parents or friends will put the person up on their shoulders so that they can see what is happening but here you find that nobody was willing to help zakis and probably zakis knew that and here in verse 5 it says when jesus came to the place he looked up and saw him and said to him how beautiful is this that he calls him by his name and says zakis make haste and come down for today i must stay at your house i think that this is one of the most beautiful verses in the bible for me it touches my heart because this is a man who is rejected by everyone around even if he was rich even if he was a tax collector even he was if he was intellectually equipped for his profession as a chief tax collector even if he was in a position of responsibility because he was the chief tax collector and he had people under him he is the one who gave instructions to them he is the one who called the shots but he was short of stature and he belonged to a profession which was not really considered proper in that society and then when we read verse 6 so he made haste and came down and received him joyfully received him joyfully he was so happy he couldn't believe it that jesus actually called him by name and took the time to say that he was coming to his house and he was going to stay at his house but in verse 7 we see a verse which is so typical of all of us at different points in our lives in verse 7 it says but when they saw it they all complained saying he has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner so interesting when they saw it they all complained so we can safely say that even the disciples were part of that complaining because Jesus always most of the time apart from praying by himself to his father he was always with people and most important with his disciples when people around pass a judgment about who is a sinner and who is not immediately alarm bells should ring not only within us but when we hear it we should understand that that is a judgment which only god knows no one else only god in verse 8 it says then zacchaeus stood and said to the lord look lord i give half of my goods to the poor and if i have taken anything from anyone by false accusation i restore fourfold We don't read of Jesus preaching in his house or trying to, you know, make him to repent. Nothing of that is written. It is just written that people judged him 
as a sinner and when Jesus and Zacchaeus were in the house he stood up because he was of short stature he was affirming his statement of giving away half of his goods to the poor and if he had taken anything from anyone by false accusation he would restore fourfold interestingly zacchaeus addresses jesus as lord when so many people in the new testament have addressed him as teacher or rabbi the realization that jesus is lord is an amazing revelation that god gave zacchaeus and the way in which he decides to change his way of doing things completely to the opposite direction with repentance he is able to confirm his statement that he will do the necessary things because he had met jesus in verse 9 it says and jesus said to him today salvation has come to this house because he also is a son of abraham for the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost interestingly jesus says he also is a son of abraham because under the old testament law professions like this or even being of very short stature physical infirmities all made a person feel like an outcast but jesus reinstated him and said he also is a son of abraham which means that if he is a son of abraham all the promises due to abraham and his generations was rightfully belonged to zacchaeus what a beautiful jesus we have what a beautiful jesus and in verse 10 the climax of this interaction is found in verse 10 it says for the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost all of us should be reminded of this every single day especially when we interact with people especially when we have feelings of rejection or isolation or feelings of uh, sadness disappointment sorrow please listen to this again the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost i know i was lost i know i was found by jesus because jesus took the time to call me and say i am coming into your heart i am coming there to stay maybe because i was curious about jesus maybe because i wanted to know who this jesus was that's why i titled this podcast i am zacchaeus there are different areas in our lives the physical aspect social aspect financial intellectual and the spiritual aspect of our lives when we look at zacchaeus we find that though he was very rich yet physically he was not considered as a normal person and also socially he belonged to a profession that nobody liked income tax officers or 
publicans or tax collectors are not really liked even today in many countries. But the amazing part of Jesus' amazing character and amazing personality is something that we all should emulate. There is nobody who is beyond redemption on the face of this earth. Nobody. Whoever that person is, whatever sins they have done, whatever situations they have gone through, or maybe the worst of worst, yet, yet, Jesus is our Savior. He is our Savior and He loves, He loves and He loves. As I end this podcast, I want each of us to examine ourselves. In which area are we rejected or feeling isolated or maybe society doesn't consider us to come to a particular standard set by them? In which area are we lacking? The amazing thing about Jesus is once we accept him as our savior, once he gives us his Holy Spirit and leads us, every area of our lives will be complete will be transformed from glory to glory. And that is the best news I can ever hear, ever. God bless you. And as I close this podcast, I just want to say a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you that despite me being Zacchaeus, you have transformed, you have come into my heart And you are taking complete control. I ask you, Jesus, to be in each one of our lives, our hearts, our emotions, all our stresses and our anxieties, which we completely hand over to you. I thank you, Jesus, for this interaction which you have shown us in the Bible of your interaction with Zacchaeus and how his urge to see you And how his need and desire to see you was answered by you in such an amazing way. Though he lacked in many areas in his life, you still said you have to come and stay in his house. Jesus, I ask that you come in and dwell in all our hearts. Because Lord, once you come in, we are safe, saved and eternally blessed. Thank you, Jesus, for this time. I bless each of my listeners with every blessing possible. And I pray that if there's any feelings of loneliness, isolation, rejection, any, any feelings which are against your will, I pray that you remove it and fill each one with your Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you for coming and seeking and saving all of us who were lost. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Thank you and God bless you. The theme of today's podcast comes from Luke chapter 18 verse 9 to 14. Verse 9 onwards. Also he spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. 
two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the tax collector, standing far away, could not as much as even raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for every one who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. These verses are so clear in the fact that not only do we have a strong carnal nature which feels that we are righteous, but we also have this strong carnal nature to despise other people or to look down on other people or to even discriminate. Both these men, the Pharisee and the publican, had gone to pray with the same intent in mind to communicate with God. The Pharisee, reliable person in society, a teacher of the law, was very confident in his own goodness and in his own righteousness. On the other hand, the tax collector or the publican, a person whose profession was not really appreciated in society, stood far off in all humility, could not even raise his eyes to heaven. But his response was to beat his breast and say to God, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Jesus gives a certificate of commendation to the publican, a person that we wouldn't give a certificate of commendation to, because in our carnal nature, we cannot imagine a tax collector or a publican being repentant to God and getting God's approval in the process. In verse 14, Jesus says very clearly, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. This is actually a phrase which is very ironical. The more you exalt yourself or the more you think of yourself as being better than another person or the more that you're prouder about your achievements or who you are, the more you are going to be humbled. This is a spiritual, supernatural law of God. But when you humble yourself, when you acknowledge that you are not good, I am not good, we are all sinners. As Romans 3 says, we have all fallen short of the glory of God. When we understand our humanness and when we understand that nothing good can come out of our carnal flesh, 
then we begin to realize that god's goodness and god's righteousness is something that we need to pray for and be filled with the pharisee in verse 11 not only talked about himself but he put down other people according to him extortioners unjust adulterers and even the tax collector according to him did not come up to god's standard the better part of verse 12 says i fast twice a week and i give tithes of all that i possess notice that all this is pertaining to the spiritual area he goes up to pray he talks about himself better than other people and he talks about fasting and giving tithes of everything that he possesses he has put himself on an elevated level more than other people especially more than that of the tax collector standing with him and praying many times when we go to church or many times when we interact with other people in society when our thoughts are towards our goodness or our achievements automatically we are actually putting down other people around us when we think of ourselves as having been good people or having achieved great things we automatically elevate ourselves way higher than the people around us it is a sin those of you who are listening to me we all have the carnal nature in us let's accept that all of us are capable of doing terrible things things that even a human mind cannot conceive we are all capable believe me we are by god's grace you and i are who we are only because of the cleansing power of the blood i really really praise and thank jesus for coming and dying for my sins my sicknesses and my curses and rising up from the dead proclaiming that i am alive in him and it is no longer i who live but christ who lives in me the attitude of the tax collector is so humbling when we read it we understand that he too has come to pray but his prayer is of a completely different attitude and different tone all he says is god be merciful to me a sinner when we acknowledge our sinful nature when we know who we are in terms of the, our carnal nature when we realize and acknowledge that we come short of god's glory when we realize how how sinful we can be or we already are only then can we appreciate god's righteousness in us till then we will be wallowing in our self righteousness and we will be looking down on other people around us let's not forget jesus came as a meek and lonely savior he didn't come in pomp and glory to this world he came with so much of humility 
that I think one aorta of that humility is enough for us to live humble lives. Let's just trust Him to fill us with His humility and let us purposefully decide in us never to look down on other people in any area of their lives, but to be humbled by the fact that we are who we are only because of God's grace. God bless people like the publicans all over the world who sincerely desire His righteousness and His presence. Thank you. As I close this podcast, I'm going to say a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this precious time that you have given us to read your word and understand it the way that you want us to understand it. Jesus, fill us with your humility. Help us to be like the publican in this parable so that we are able to understand and acknowledge that without you, we are nothing. Take away any feelings of goodness we have or achievement we have or self-righteousness. Take it all away, Jesus. Give us your humility. Take away every sense of pride from within us because you know exactly what we are thinking and what we do. Thank you so much, Jesus, for your love on the cross, without which I don't know where we would have been. Thank you, Lord. I bless each of my listeners with a spirit of humility that can only come from you. Help us, Jesus, to continue our walk with you, knowing that you are our everything and we are actually nothing. Thank you for redeeming us and making us your children. Forgive all the things that we have done out of pride and self-glory and help us to humble everything at your feet. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Take care. Thank you.